Over 30 years of advice for your house, home, castle, or cabin. Y'all have things you want to get done. It's Rosie on the house. Yes, it is. Welcome to Mother's Day edition of Rosie on the House. If you haven't got something special planned for your mother this weekend, turn the radio off. You don't deserve to be a part of this family. My mother, sweet baby Kay, we've got uh, quite a little family uh, dinner planned. We try and have dinner with with mom uh, every Sunday night. Uh, we don't make it uh, as often as we'd like to because uh, Jennifer's always got me running here, there, tither, and yonder. But uh, we do try and have dinner with mom on Sunday evenings. We're going to have a little dinner tomorrow night. going to be fun uh, to honor sweet baby Kay. And, uh, uh, you know, she, she, she's, um, she's gotten to the point in life where uh, Henri almost... Trumps the sweetness. Oh. <laughs> she, a couple years ago, we were trying to we were trying to plan a secret Mother's Day event, and I know you probably all have stories like this about your mom. And all she could say was, "I don't want nothing. I don't want nothing. I don't want nothing for Mother's Day. Don't give me nothing. I don't need nothing." So, we were making a kitchen remodel where a refrigerator got delivered in a cardboard box. So I had the perfect idea. I took the cardboard box and I gift wrapped it. And it was filled with newspaper clippings, which is as close to nothing as you can get. And we brought this gift onto the back patio and she was mad as a wet hen. I told you I didn't want nothing. I told you I didn't want nothing. So when she opened it, we had a card there signed from all eight of her children. Mom, we knew you didn't want nothing but we wanted to give you a big box of nothing <laughs> so that you would know how much we love you. So make sure you honor your mother this weekend. And, you know, on another topic of honoring people, how could we not, how could we not mention Al McCoy today? Shazam! My heart is broken mm. that his last game was that one. <laughs> But he saw a lot of good ones. Yeah, 51 years of them, too. Oh, I mean, he man. got the uh, – he was in the Sir Charles era. It was it, – it, it's amazing. I, I adore play-by-play, good play-by-play oh, people. Oh, man. Uh, you know, that's why I watch football, basketball, and anything. Hockey, you've got to be really, really quick and fast on the draw, even if you're watching it on TV. But Al McCoy was a gem. Is a gem. Wait, what am I saying? Was is it? No, no, no. Al, sorry about that. Um, Did he do hockey too? Uh, no, that's he didn't. How he uh, that's how he started, wasn't it? No, I don't know if he started that way. I was just talking about yeah. uh, play-by-play in general. Yeah, I it, think he started with the Roadrunners and then ended up on the Suns. Uh, okay, if I remember right, probably did dual duty. Yeah, you know. And and last night I was watching the Diamondbacks game and they mentioned uh, Al, and I wanted to let the Diamondbacks uh, play-by-play guys uh, not invite him up there. Uh, for a game and just talk, you know, in an inning or something like that. Oh. I, I think he's a gem. And uh, you'll get to see him next weekend at Sanderson Ford, I bet. Uh, I, I certainly – I know he was signing autographs there all this past uh, this past week. I so, hope he can still play the piano after that. So tip of the hat to the uh, Hall of Fame uh, ring of – what is they call it? Ring of Flame? 
sure. at the Suns? Uh, yeah, sure. That, well, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> c- congratulations to Mr. Al McCoy for an incredible 51 career calling play-by-play right here in the Valley of the Sun, all primarily for one team. Congratulations. Ah. And, he, and he's just a great guy. You can't talk about Al just without talking about how great a human being individual he is. All right, we're here at the Rosie on the House show. We've tipped our hats and blown kisses to our mothers and slapped Al McCoy on the back, and now you are the center of attention, the Arizona homeowners. You can get in touch with us, and we'll solve every question, every problem, every dilemma you might have concerning your house, home, castle, or cabin by dialing one 767 4348. Romy, co host of the show, is here to make sure I uh, only give you up to date information and not 40 year old information. Jennifer, my wife, uh, sweet Jennifer, will take your call. Uh, we'll get you on air as quick as we can, answer any question you might have. And of course, Gary D., our broadcast engineer. I want to just take one minute and roll the calendar back to last week. We had an article in our newsletter called Five Ways to Be Friendly and Welcoming to New Neighbors. I would encourage you all to go back and read that article. That was a great article. And I took some of it to, ha- to heart this week. I, I, hate being, a, I hate being that guy. You write a letter? That, no, I invited, I invited all my neighbors to come over and watch LSU baseball. <laughs> Why wouldn't I? What? They show up? <laughs> no. <laughs> But my feelings aren't hurt. I'm going to bind them again. <laughs> well, as the calls are coming in, you can hear Jennifer in the background there screening them. one 767 rosie for you. We'll get to as many as we can in this hour. One of the things we do here at Rosie on the House is uh, to be every Arizona homeowner's best friend as we're constantly looking, searching, venting, and screening the best of the best Arizona contractors. You uh, got to spend an hour with one of them if you tuned in at 9 o'clock on roofing. Well, we've got a new partner. Welcome aboard. Introducing our newest trusted Rosie certified partner to the award-winning Rosie on the House certified partner network. <laughs> and our new partner we'd like to highlight this week we've got jim gilday and rich allen owners of regal bath and kitchen welcome to the network gentlemen thank you thank, thank you. you and we are very happy to finally have somebody in the east valley for general contracting services yeah it's nice to be part of the team we're looking forward to it tell me about uh how y'all got started uh rich and i met at uh, another place we used to work doing kitchens and baths and he did a lot of sales. I did a lot of installations, and we thought we could make something of it together and do it well. And nine years later, going great. And what do y'all like to specialize in when it comes to general contracting? Obviously, it says bath and kitchen in the company name. Do y'all just stick to those areas of the home? Uh, no, we kitchens and baths, but we do the full extent with uh, windows, painting, flooring, electrical, plumbing. So full remodeler company, but generally based with kitchen and bath related. And y'all's office is, you know, kind of in the Santan area? Yeah, we're Pecos and Sossaman in Mesa, on the border of Mesa and Queen Creek. And service area-wise, though, y'all still have trucks, you travel. How? What, what's the distance that y'all go? We cover pretty much the whole valley. Uh, not Peoria, Glendale gets a little outside of our range, but mainly the east and south valley but we do get into the West Valley as well. And talk about the process. Somebody contacts you, let's say I need to get my kitchen redone. It's a 1980s, kind of getting weathered, kind of getting worn. 
one of our salespeople will come out and meet with the customer, first of all, go over all their wants and needs, get an idea of what they're looking to do, take a lot of notes, a lot of pictures, and then we'll come back to the office and start working on drawings, renderings, estimates, send them their first information, and we'll go from there. We'll start to fine-tune it from that point. Well, what's your, your prize project that you've accomplished to date that you guys like to reminisce on? Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> we, like, we like all of them, man. Everything's a master art. No, we do. I, I personally like the bigger ones where we do uh, the kitchen and typically both bathrooms, uh, flooring, painting. I think they're the fun ones to come together because there's a lot of details and it's prideful when you know you get it right and customer writes you a good review. So what's the best way for someone to get a hold of y'all? Uh, they can call the office at 480-435-5134. And our website, regalbathandkitchens.com. There's online forms. That R-E-G-A-L. Now, where, where did y'all get that? I got a credit Rich's wife. She just came up with five or six names that we liked, and that one sounded appealing. She designed our logo actually for us too. So we came up uh, <laughs> we came up with five different names, and we let's narrow it down. And we took a vote on which one we thought was the most impressive and the classiest. And Regal just jumped out at us. Stood was the standout one very yep. well. Yep. Well, congratulations on making it through the screening process and uh, your membership. We look forward to having you guys in studio soon. We're going to be diving an entire hour. You're going to be our on-the-house guests coming up shortly. So We're looking forward to it. Beautiful. Thank you. That'll actually be the first Saturday in June. So if you've got a remodeling project, especially if you're in the Santan, Queen Creek, East Mesa area, uh, we'll have experts in studio from your area that you can talk through getting whatever project you want done around your home. We've got the calls loaded up. Let's get to them. one 767 4348 That's one 888 rosie you As we clear a call, that'll be your opportunity to uh, join the conversation. Stan, welcome to the program. Stanley. Okay, let's do this. Stan's this. And this Stan's this. question and is one we really need to get on air. So hopefully, hopefully he'll hear we're calling out to him, and he'll be able to get on air and pick up. Well, let's try Pam in the meantime. One triple eight seven six seven four three four eight. One triple eight Rosie for you. Good morning, Pam. <laughs> all right well Bam. are you there you you called us so if you want to join the conversation you got to <laughs> well, talk here's here's uh here's what i want to do i want to go back to stan we got stan we got pam uh stan uh we're given a tip on what your question is through the wonder of computers and microchips and stan's question is extremely important for all of you Arizona homeowners, every single one of you that live in Arizona need the answer to this question, whether you know it or not. And the reason is because we're getting ready to run into the air conditioning segment of our season. And many of you have your air conditioning contractors coming out and checking your units prior to the big demand that's going to be placed on them in the coming months. And by the way, we're now on summer rates. If you haven't changed the timer on your, uh, on, on your uh, programmable thermostat, you need to do it. Uh, summer rates went into effect May 1st. Uh, pay attention. You can save yourself a good 20 or 30% on your cooling bills if you do it smartly, okay? So Stan wants to know, 
A perfectly working three-year-old air conditioning unit has been, I've called in, I want a preseason service. And for the first time ever, the air conditioning technician is recommending I install a hard start kit. Why? It's a three-year-old unit. It's working perfectly. They've serviced the unit ever since it was installed. They've never suggested or recommended this before. Oh, man, I got a soapbox to give this sermon on, but it's going to have to wait till after this break. A little toe-tapping, beautiful Arizona Saturday morning right here at every Arizona homeowner's happy place. And I promised you when we came back, I was going to give a sermon on my soapbox about air conditioning preseason tune-ups. But the dilemma is, on this particular topic, I need to get a ladder, a soapbox, and a brick. Because I, 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 I need to give the sermon from as high a spot as possible. So Jennifer's down in the basement getting the ladder and the brick right now. And uh, I'm going to beg your patience. Uh, I want to take a little bunny trail right now. And we're going to answer that question on air conditioning. And baby, you got to stay tuned for it because I'm going to save thousands of you hundreds of dollars if you'll just stay tuned to my answer. But right now, Jennifer and I recently uh, attended the National Kitchen and Bath International show up in Las Vegas. And we're looking at appliances, and we're looking at cabinets, and we're looking at countertops, and we're looking at windows, and we're looking at everything that has to do with your house, home, castle, or cabin. And on the last afternoon, we were coming around the corner, and um, something catches my eye. And I, I look, and I, I stop, and I, I look again, and I think, uh, there's a genius in the room. And it's not me. It's whoever invented that piece of equipment right there. And we just happen to have that genius on the telephone right now. And he's from right here in Phoenix, Arizona. And his product won the most innovative of the International Builder Show. And, folks, what does that mean? That There were over a 1,000 exhibitors filling a million square feet, and he won the most innovative product. Let me introduce Ron from Extreme Mist here. And uh, Ron, I can't thank you enough for taking time out of your Saturday morning to talk about uh, your geniusness. Hey, Rosie, good to be with you. And uh, thank you for the compliment. Appreciate it. <laughs> All right. Those of you that listen to the show know I get out in Arizona quite a bit, hike. There's uh, most, many of the trails in Arizona, my boots have trod. And uh, the first time I ever did a rim-to-rim hike of the Grand Canyon, uh, Phantom Ranch was 118 degrees. Man, Ron, I wish I'd have known of your product that weekend. Talk about what you've invented, what you've come up with, and the backstory. Well, um, the backstory is I was trekking through the Sahara Desert. I left out of Mali and Timbuktu for a thousand-mile journey. This was uh, about a dozen years ago. And every day in the sun, it was hitting 140 degrees on my thermometer. Miserable. Horrible. And I'm from Arizona. I thought I was really tough. And and, uh, I thought, okay, no problem with this one. After the second day, I was crying like a baby out there. (laughs) But uh, my Camelier, I had a camel carrying my gear. And the Camelier was with me. And he showed me about too late about a week into the trip if i take my bowl my metal bowl 
while we're sitting in uh, with a with a blanket over our heads for four or five hours a day, just sitting there. If I put my bowl of boiling water in there, the evaporation through the winds and the sun would leave behind ice cold water. Well, we're from Scottsdale. We know a little bit about missing and heat, of course. So I looked at my camel and I had my camel back tied to it and I'd walk aside the camel and drink out of the hose. And I thought, why not take a misting system build it in so while I'm drinking out of the same system, I can mist and cool the temperature at least 30 degrees. And that's how we came up with it. So we now have the Extreme Mist Backpack and other products that also are for personal cooling. There are hundreds of hikers right now throughout McDowell Mountain Park that have their earbuds in listening to the show, and they're wondering, you've got a Camelback hydration system that will personally mist cool me as I hike? Where do I get one of those? What's it called? How do I find it? It's the Extreme Mist Backpack. And um, one place that you can try them on right away, right here in Scottsdale slash Phoenix, it's on Mayo Drive is Roadrunner Sports or in Tempe. They carry them on the shelf so you can go in and and, uh, try one on for a fitting. Or you can go to our website, ExtremeMist.com, and get them. Or even stop by and visit us, even though we don't have a retail store. We're up in northeast Scottsdale in the Troon area, and that's where we build everything. That's incredible. How long, how long will it last? You know, I, I, if I've got a mist water I combo, is there, asking that question. Are, are they separate <laughs> containers so I don't accidentally mist everything, and then I go to take a drink? I'm like, oh, I've, I've ran out because I sprayed it all over. Yeah, you got to be careful and be smart. We give two different nozzles, one that's more con- more liberal and one that's more conservative. But on the liberal one, I'll use between speeds one and three. It's a wireless remote control to operate the system that just hooks to the pack, or you can put it in your pocket. And on speeds one through three, which is the hiking, running, cycling speeds, I'll use between one to one and a half cups an hour if I leave it on the whole time. If I'm going up to Tom's Thumb or up Camelback or one of these local trails that's two hours or under, for me personally, in 110 degrees, I have enough water to drink and to leave the mist on for up to two hours and still come back with some water. But the one thing that everyone has to be careful of Quick. is heat injuries. Very good. Ron, thank you so much for joining us. It's Extreme Mist. Y'all check it out. I'm, I'm ordering a couple. All right, let's try Stan again at one 767 4348 That's one for you Back to our conversation and topic on air conditioning. Going to be a hot one this summer, and the topic always is. Welcome back, Stan. Good morning, and thank you for taking my call. Yeah. Sorry for getting disconnected. I'm still learning how to use my hearing aids here. <laughs> okay, but, no uh, worries, no worries. <laughs> anyhow, uh, my son and I both had our... He lives about five miles away from me, and we both had our AC units uh, serviced about two weeks apart. His is a two-year-old train system. Mine is a seven-year-old Bryant system. So both good quality systems, and they both work in fine. And um, both checked out fine. But then the techs in both cases advised adding a uh, surge protector for both of our units. And also both companies uh, advised putting on a compressor saver slash a hard start kit for okay. both of the units. 
And um, they actually spec the same brand, even though it was two different companies, of yeah. uh, hard start kit yeah. and uh, compressor, say, or, or search for a suppressor. And they both wanted about the same price for the two, which was about $750 to install both of them. Was it the same company on both houses? No, or is two it different two, companies. Two different no, companies. Two different companies. Okay. This, and that's what surprised me because okay. their almost proposals were almost identical. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, I can't thank you enough for reaching in and making this call because this is um, pretty much exactly what's going to be happening valley-wide as well as uh, desert-wide. Um, my, uh, uh, there's a lot more I need to know, but here are the questions I would ask if I were you, Stan. Uh, why hasn't this ever been recommended before? Uh, if it's a scroll compressor, uh, and I would need to know the serial numbers of your units to determine that, it doesn't need a hard start kit. If it's a high efficiency unit, it doesn't need a hard start kit. These hard start kits uh, ought to be installed for about two-thirds the number you just quoted. They are huge profit centers. Uh, they're very easy sales because they're called compressor saving. Why wasn't it recommended when the unit was originally installed? I can understand that for the seven-year-old Bryant, but for the three-year-old train, it might just be because it's a high-efficiency train. Um, Y'all need to hear me loud and clear right now. When, when you have air conditioning techs coming out and visiting your home, recommending hard start test kits, they also call them compressor saving kits, you need to ask a lot more questions. Why are you recommending it this year? They've become a very popular upsell item that many of the techs are paid a commission to sell, whether you need them or not. Okay, I would ask that. Why recommend it now and not the last three years or when it was installed three years ago? The other question I would ask is, could you give me the serial number of the unit so I could check the manufacturer's uh, website and determine if this unit is even recommended to have one installed? The high efficiency units that we've been installing for the last five years all come with a hard start kit from the manufacturer. They're built that way. They're included when they're built. But it's an easy profit center. Now, a whole different subject, surge protection. All right, you would never buy a surge protection for an air conditioning equipment. Never, okay? Because they're going to charge you more than it would cost you to call an electrician and have a whole house surge protection installed. And now the whole house surge protection protects every single motor, every single compressor, every single computer, every single big screen TV, every single amplifier, stereo player, every electronic device past the electric meter is now protected. And it's protected forever. A whole house surge protector actually never wears out because every surge, it sends to ground and resets and recharges itself. The surge protectors that live up on the individual units get to a point where they become saturated and generally fail out. There's no way for you to know when that happens. So there it is. I'm glad. Romy, thanks for lifting the mic up all the way up here on top of the ladder because this is a something that needs to be sung and screamed and yelled and proclaimed from every rooftop. If an air conditioning contractor that you've trust come to trust 
has been installing and servicing your equipment uh, for years and never recommended something and is now recommending it now, I'm going to tell you, little alarm signals ought to be going off on your head. Why? Have we had a change of ownership in this company? Uh, are there other people uh, watching numbers more than watching customer relations and value to customers? I'd be very, very careful. So I'm going to get off that soapbox. I'm going to take a breath. And Romy, why don't you take us to the next caller? Which would be Peter. Welcome to the program. One triple eight seven six seven four three four eight. That's one triple eight Rosie for you. Peter, welcome. Good morning. Um, we have a basement home in Chandler, and it has three metal window wells. And the metal of the window wells is starting to rust, and dirt is starting to go inside of it. Um, my question is: is we're having problems finding people that replace window wells here in the valley. And number <laughs> yeah, two, yeah. if we do replace it, can we just put an insert basically inside the current window well? Because those that the people that we did find that, that would replace it want to basically excavate behind it, and that's costing quite a bit of money. All right, buddy. I'll tell you what. Here's what we're going to need to do. Um, uh, I know when – a homeowner's called in and asked a question beyond my area of expertise. I know people I can reach out to and get that answer. Uh, I don't know what to do with a failing uh, window well in a, in a basement. You're in the 1% of Arizona homeownership. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. But I have good friends who are contractors in Flagstaff, good, good friends who are contractors up in Yavapai County, that regularly install uh, window wells uh, in walkout basements and basement studios. I'm going to keep your name. I'm going to poll my friends in the northern country, uh, also as well as up in Sholo and Springerville, uh, and, and I'm going to get you the right answer. In the meantime, don't do a thing, and let's see if we can find an insert liner that can go inside what's there. If I were living in that house, that would be, of course, my first option, even if we had to anchor it up higher where, above where the rust line is. Let's see if we can't accomplish that. So that's my first impression. I hope that helps. We appreciate I'm, the I'm, call. That's one of the great things that we have here at Rosie on the House is our contractor network that – uh, we can rely on to get answers for questions we don't know. And, you know, that one of the reasons you don't see a lot of those in Arizona is because when you're pouring your foundation, the concrete has to get below the frost line. Well, Phoenix, Tucson, and every area in between that and around it, we, we really don't have a frost line. So they don't have to dig very deep. So they find they can save the cost of construction by not doing basements because they don't have to dig and then you don't have to find out what to do with that soil, especially if it's something hard like uh, caliche, which is a very, very hard soil that we have uh, down in areas underneath the, the clay top that we're on. So you don't see that done very often, but uh, the homes that are, you know, that's that's a great home. We have the, the thermal cooling that... Uh, you know, I, I don't know that there's a whole lot of mechanic. What do you think the air conditioning cost of a basement is? A fourth. I would probably even less than a that. Fourth. I would think. Absolutely. Uh, well, it depends fourth. on what you do down there. <laughs> how <laughs> yeah, how much electronics? <laughs> how you know? Is the gym down yeah. there? 
you, know, you have a kitchen down there, but uh, the, the cooling space, it's so much more uh, thermally sound than, you know, what the out exterior wall that we, a lot of homes are built with, which is stucco, insulation, sheetrock. One, one of the things we talk about in the show, generally in this segment, is our handyman tip of the week. It's called our, 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 our tip, and it comes in the newsletter. And we're talking about all the things you ought to consider this time of year, maybe, when you're looking at that swimming pool, is it, is it due for a facelift? And uh, I can't thank Michael Sandoval from Above and Beyond Pools giving us the tips we used in putting together uh, a checklist of things to you for you to look at as far as it relates to the pool decks, the surfaces, the equipment, the lighting, the drains, and the safety features in, about, and around your pool. You can find it at rosieonthehouse.com. Thank you for Above and Beyond Pools as well as Omni Pools down in Tucson for giving us the professional advice on what homeowners need to be considering right now as it relates to their swimming pool. And on the topic of safety, let me just mention this. It's been a, it's been a, a uh, code requirement for many, many years that every swimming pool is protected by a barrier uh, that protects primarily youth from accessing, adolescents from accessing the water. In looking at your pool protection, take a hard look at it. Do the gates automatically close? Do the springs need a little lubrication? Does the latch need a little lubrication? When you open that gate to any dimension, if it's only open four or five inches, enough to let the puppy in to the pool area and wet his feet or lay down on the first step, even if it's open four or five inches, are the springs secure and strong enough that they go ahead and close the gate and latch and close the latch? Very critical. Also, make sure there's nothing stacked up against that pool barrier, like a big uh, plastic box where you store all the swimming pool tool toys. Make sure they can't, no one can climb up on anything outside the pool barrier and go over the top of the pool barrier, as well as if your neighbor has a pool and you have a perimeter fence around your backyard, make sure there's nothing, in particular trees or raised planter beds, that a child or adolescent can't climb up and end up in the neighbor's backyard who maybe isn't taking the precautions about pool safety that you are there at your house. So all of that information is available at Rosie on the This is Bridges Connor with Get Organized with Bridges and Company. Happy Mother's Day from Rosie on the House. Tim's next on the line, wants to talk about window treatments. Welcome to the program. Tell us about your your question. Uh, yeah, it's actually not about window treatments, it's about uh, sunscreens. Okay, go ahead. Um, I just replaced three bedroom windows. They're the old 50-year-old uh, aluminum single-pane garbage, and they're gone. Okay. And now the question is, do I put the sunscreens back up on the dual-pane windows, the mill guards, or not? I've asked at the home show last weekend, and I, I kept getting different answers. Some say yes, some say no. All right. 
One of the reasons you'll have a lot of people say no is because the way sunscreens are generally mounted is they're screwed to the frame of the window and that voids the warranty on a brand new window. It's one of the things that voids a warranty on a brand new window. But I love sunscreens and uh, they, they do a lot, even on dual pane windows, they do a lot. But here's the right way they should be installed. Don't reuse the sunscreens that were on the old windows. You want a sunscreen that actually mounts to the wall uh, out past the window. And a lot of sunscreen companies won't put it on like that because when you mount a screw there that holds the screen on tight enough to withstand the wind pressure of a monsoon horizontal storm, uh, you actually have to penetrate the stucco weatherproofing to get it in. And they don't like taking the liability of penetrating that vapor barrier. Uh, but the right way, I'm not talking about the prettiest way, although it can be done very well, is you will take a sunscreen and you will measure it so it covers the entire window frame and make it bigger than the window frame by at least two or three inches. And the, the window screen, the, the sunscreen, will mount to the wall, not to the window frame. And you will, if, if the sunscreen can touch the glass, you will actually put a spacer between the stucco wall and the screen so that you can create an airspace back behind. That will do what replacing single pane windows with double pane windows will do. It will do the same as double pane windows. It'll buy you an extra layer that if you would take a west facing double pane insulated mill guard window, and you would take a thermal gun and shoot the inside window pane from inside the house in the middle of a June afternoon when it's 112 degrees outside, your glass is going to be measuring something in the neighborhood of about 90 to 95 degrees. If you take that exact same window and sunscreen it the way I just told you to sunscreen it, the inside of that glass is going to be below 85 degrees. So you've turned the heater down inside that bedroom in the middle of the summer by about 15 degrees. That's the right way sunscreen should be installed. That's the reason you were given conflicting information. Don't put the sunscreen in through the window frame. In our community events this weekend, we have a particularly interesting one we wanted to talk about today. It is the Greater Phoenix Pond Society. How many of you even knew that that existed? They're having their annual uh, pond tour. And when I say annual, this will be the 26th year. And we've got the president of the local association joining us, Melrose Marion. Uh, tell us about your pond tour today. Hey, thanks so much for having me. Um, yeah, we're really excited. We have about 16 different members of our group that have opened their homes up for you guys to come out and visit their yard, check out their ponds, uh, meet their fish and their turtles, and it is a family-friendly event. Ponds all over the valley, so there's got there's bound to be one that's near your house. When I'm looking at the flyer for this and all the basic crossroads, how do I get to the exact location? Um, if you go to our website, phoenixponds.com, we've got an interactive map. You just click on the, the map location you want to go to, and it will give you driving directions from your phone. Uh, have you seen all 16 of these ponds personally? 
I first found out about the club a year ago. Uh, my husband and I went and started visiting some of the ponds. We had already built our pond, but we just wanted to check out what other people were doing. Everyone we met was so great, so we joined the uh, Greater Phoenix Pond Society, and we've been going to different homes, and so I've been to about half of them, actually. My pond is actually on the tour this year. I encourage everyone to go out and see what everyone's doing. Now, what would be the purpose of having one of these ponds? For myself, I was really into gardening, and we decided to get a pond instead of a pool because we felt like we'd be able to enjoy it more, like the ambience of that the pond creates. And some amazing things that I never realized, all the wildlife that was brought into my yard, dragonflies that live in our pond, born there, they hatch out of the pond, and they're like eating all the bad bugs in the neighborhood, mosquitoes, aphids, so many benefits of having a pond. Give me a couple highlights of what people can see at, at a few of these. Uh, you'll want to check out Chuck and Joy. They have created this, like, western cowboy-themed town around their pond. It's so cool. They even have, like, a splash pad there and, like, a little mini golf putt-putt course that Chuck has made all himself. Paul from the Pond Gnome, he builds ponds for a living. He's opened his house as well, so you can check out the features he has. Great. Uh, examples of what can be done even in a small space. In Tempe, we have a tiki-themed yard. They have a really good example of a pond that is actually above ground. So even if you had a really small yard or even like a cement and you couldn't dig a pond out. At uh, Melrose Marion, thank you for taking a few minutes to tell us about y'all's event this weekend. Absolutely. Thanks so much. I hope to see everyone out today. And that event is also posted at our website website rosieonthehouse.com just click on events and our community calendar is there if you've got something that relates event wise to your home or landscape uh you know feel free to send us there send it to us and we may just get it posted uh we also have our annual homeowner handbook our that also has a calendar of topics uh this month of may there's some great features in there pool leaks we had him on last week uh, electrician and there's also zero percent off 48 months for Pella windows who are going to join us next saturday